Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. Great. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things when you're streaming live over at supertalk.fm. I hope you know you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And it's back to school time, y'all. I feel like just about everybody listening to good things has either already been back to school or the kiddos have or you're meeting the teacher and I think the last bunch of us will start back sometime next week I love seeing all of the back to school photos on my feed for once it's something positive right it's parents all in their fields watching their kids go on to the next grade looking cute for the first day of school and then it's all downhill from that or getting to know who their teachers and all are and I know that many of you listen to good things with your kids in the car rider line which I think is always cool we've always uh, loved that about the show so if you are in Carter, car rider line, or maybe you are in all of your feels about your student moving up, let us know. 601-879-4395. And if you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group uh, today, which you should have, not when you're driving to school, but maybe when you're sitting in car rider line, it's a good thing to catch up on. I asked what back to school means to you, because back to school means back to blank for so many of us. We've gotten out of our routine or our normal in air quotes, normal routine over the summer weeks and months. And it feels like this is the next January 1st. You have two sort of restarts each year. You have actually the new year, which is January 1. And then it feels like whenever school starts back in August, that's that second sort of, okay, back to the grind. We're getting back on track. We're going back to, you know, sort of the schedules and and, uh, understanding what life is supposed to look like from, from day to day. But it also can mean back to other things. So you can let us know by filling in that blank as well. Back to school means back to 601 879 For a lot of folks who even if school doesn't apply to you, back to school is going to mean back to morning traffic. I mean, it's coming, guys and gals. Afternoon traffic's pretty much kind of been the same, I guess. But the morning traffic, long get real for many if it hasn't already when school gets back into session. School buses back on, car rider lines going for drop-off, some teachers going back to school that weren't going that way, some folks who you know just took a more of a relaxed approach to their work schedule during the summer months, they're all hitting back the highway. So, Rhino, I know back to school means nothing really to you. Well, I was days. thinking about it, and it has changed a bit in the last couple of years, but when I lived in Clinton, 
Back to school meant waiting in line for things I didn't have to wait in line for for a couple months. Like? Like at the grocery store, self-checkout or the checkout line. During the summer, when I would go to the, the grocery store, mm-hmm. usually wasn't a whole lot of people in line. Whereas when school came back, meaning yep. the college students showed back up, immediately they all had the oh, same shopping times as I did. So it was like, well, I'm going to be waiting in line I to was, use the self-checkout. I was thinking high school, but you meant, so you lived in a college town. So that's oh, also, yeah. I didn't even think about that. And I think maybe for most of our universities, you guys may have a week, maybe two, before you, your students really start rolling back in, or they maybe already start rolling back in. I know a lot of freshmen. It's like it's kind of like high schools get started a couple weeks early. They get out a couple weeks later. It seems like colleges have a little bit of a shorter schedule. But that's true, too. So maybe you're not maybe back to school for you isn't grade school. It's more of going back to college, getting back to dorm life, you know, or the or your town filling back up because uh, kids are, are coming back to school. It's kind of a ghost town in certain places during June and July. Um, some kids stay around more than others, but for the most part. You know, they skedaddle, um, a large majority of that. Sheila does remind us we'll be getting behind school buses again. Just remember, you can't pass them, and you got to stop. I feel like you all know that. You're all grown adults listening to good things. But just in case you you need that friendly reminder, don't pass them, and you got to stop. And please stop, for the love of God. I mean, if you don't, it is against the law, and somebody could turn you in for it. It's also mean. Like, don't be mean. Just stop. You, you're, you'll be fine. Just stop. Tony says routine, and I think that's what many of us are halfway looking forward to. But then some of us, ah, the grind. But there comes just like more of a schedule or a routine because you can't sleep in anymore. You can't sort of fudge with the kids push you into doing. There's less vacations. There's all of that, and so they have. They're more on a schedule, which means. We're more on a schedule. And I think we all thrive on that in the beginning because we've been so out of the loop for so many months or weeks now. But then by Thanksgiving, Christmas, gosh, it's hard to even think that we'll be talking about that soon, but it's coming, guys. Then you'll you'll crave a little bit of lax because, I mean, you know, everything in moderation, including moderation. So you need the structure, but then also I think you need those that ebb and flow because you can't be – just ticking it off on the time with the perfect sort of routine for sure. Um, Adam says average power bills. I mean, if they're not there, you're using less. That's for sure. If you're not, if you don't have kids at home all day long, but I'd like to also think that that just means when school starts back slowly, but surely we'll be getting into those cooler months. Hopefully it's on the horizon. Somewhere. I want an update from North Mississippi because they had a bit of a gully washer this really? morning slash early afternoon. And I wonder if it actually cooled it off or did it just make this afternoon even muggier? I heard, I heard, I heard we're getting a um, a cold, which a cold front supposed to be coming through, which is almost laughable in this time of year when it's like you won't be in the upper or the low hundreds. You'll actually be in the mid 90s. And we're all like, yes, bring it on. So far, the weatherman is showing 90 degree highs for the majority of the Magnolia State for the next week or so. Where in January or February, when it comes to cold snap, we're all like, it's like a completely different, but I guess the same sort of cold front, cooler front moves through, changes the weather regardless of the season. It just does it that way. Someone said, 
Tyler in Corinth said, it's it's way cooler in Corinth. I feel like I need a jacket. I feel like those are just fighting words at this point, Tyler. You're too far away for me to smack. But if you were closer, <laughs> there's a lot who just went, ugh, really? 75 degrees in Ripley right now. No. Is that because of the rain? It was through? a gully washer. It was one of those rare times you look on the weather radar and there's this big, strong band of red. But it's really just a whole lot of rain and some strong wind gusts, but there was like zero to no chance of severe weather attached We're to it. We're being bullied on the text line. Pon- uh, Jeff and Pontotoc, 73. Sue and Greenwood, 76. Nina and Grenada, 78. 75 in Myrtle, Mississippi. Just pour salt on it and rub <laughs> it in, or would you? I got in my car a while ago. It was 102 on the little thermometer thingy for the outside temperature. So you're saying you would have taken a soggy day for a dip in the mercury? Absolutely. Absolutely. Which someone said it was a heck of a gully washer. You are correct. Half-inch rain in Tupelo. Cloud conditions and wonderful now, 79 degrees. Y'all better take good things outside. Go enjoy it. I mean, take us with you. Turn it on. Walk outside. Sit out there. Enjoy a cup of tea, whatever you need to do, because... You you just, you know, you, you may not have hit the one point what two five billion dollar lottery that's coming up, but you've hit something the rest of us do not have. Let me just exclamation point, underscore, and then probably even worse on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I don't know what your temperatures look like today, but I feel like and once you get to like 102, is there really anything hotter than that? Can we really just call it fair? Like it's just hot. I mean, once you get to over 100 triple digits. It's just miserable. It doesn't even read the temperature anymore. You're just miserable. Hunter and Madison. Darren, I feel you. Laurel is 99. I feel you there, too. Meridian is 100 degrees. There's my people all suffering. You North Mississippi folks, just take your 79 degrees and, <laughs> and enjoy it. Oh, look, we even got photographic evidence. 71 in Crawford, just east of Starkville, and it's got the little 71 degrees on the on the dash. I don't even know if I would register 71 degrees right now. I think it just would pucker out. That seems incredible. It's crazy, though, what how far it can shift and how quickly it can happen. And then, are we getting any of that rain? No. <laughs> can it seems you to have tuckered share out a bit. the rain? Man. What would you do at seven, for a 71 degree afternoon? Just about anything I would do for a Klondike bar. Just about anything. <laughs> Would you shave off one of your eyebrows like the guy on the commercial did? Maybe not that far. Okay. Dan in Hattiesburg said 112 heat index here. Here's my people. 73 in Grenada. 73 in Grenada. And you got to turn off your sprinklers for the day. You just went it all around. All right, stick with us. We got more good for you coming up next. And the radio world I like to see sunrise See the love in my woman's eyes Feel the touch of my precious child And no mother's love Beat, positive, and stories that make you smile 
This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Oh, back to school, back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school, back to school, back to school. any gum you had to have seen that movie if not uh, kill a few brain cells and go watch Millie Madison back to school <laughs> maybe not with the kids <laughs> but if they're of a appropriate age you can watch good things we are on computer your mobile device you can watch it on Roku Amazon Fire TV devices you can even find us on YouTube you can also catch good things on ceasefire TV if you've got that we're on channel 70 right next to the weather channel which we're learning regard depending on where you're at depends on what the Weather Channel is telling you today. Don't forget, to you can catch good things in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts. And there's still time for you to register for the potential for Guns N' Roses VIP package. They are coming to the coast. The Mississippi Coast Coliseum will be hosting them in Biloxi on September the 20th. Y'all, that will be here before we know it. And we want you to have an opportunity to go as, as VIPs. You will get two tickets to the Guns N' Roses concert. You'll get a night stay at the luxurious Beau Rivage, and you'll also get a limo ride to and from the concert. You do have to be 21 to enter, but entering is free, and you can go to supertalk.fm slash GNR to find a registration box near you. I don't think there's a limit on how many times you can register, and we'll let you know when that drawing takes place. But the drawing for the $1.3 billion is tonight, I do believe. You have to be in it to win it, as they say, and I feel like this is deja vu. We were literally, to use a word that everyone hates being used, but literally we were here, like what, last week? The week before? So how does this work? Because it used to be you would only have the big billion come around like all, like once in a blue moon, like every, you know, so often you'd think maybe once, twice a year and everybody got really big and excited about it. Now it feels like it's another billion dollars. It's up for grabs. And maybe we just talk about it because it is a big deal that that kind of cash is on the line. But it also comes down to you actually have to have a winner. So this one, it's the same billion dollars that's been talked about for the last couple of weeks because... I thought there was a single ticket winner like last week or the week before. Mm, that's been a couple months now. Really? Or at least maybe a month. Oh, is it really running together like but that? That was Powerball. So this is, this is mega millions. Oh Lord Jesus! So where, where does the difference? Where do you where do you buy your ticket? How's it different? You get the tickets the same place. If you can get a Powerball ticket somewhere, more than likely you can get the Mega Millions ticket. So somewhere. it's just two different, two different multi-state games. Multi-state games. I gotcha. So, how does it get that big? People buying into it, right? Oh yeah. I mean, it's kind of compounding when you the higher the payout gets, the more people are willing to Right, correct. To give it a try. So the more people that are willing to give it a try means there's more money in the pot, which means the pot grows and it just it continues to compound because unless there's a winner, it just keeps going up. And now that you've got to the billion dollar threshold, which is what, one point three five billion yes. for the nights. 
there's a whole lot of people that we'll don't play it. the Mega Millions, don't play the lottery often or at all, that'll go, you know what? I'll spend 2 $3 for a mm-hmm. chance at a billion. That's fair. And then that adds to it, and then adds to it. And then, and then once you get a winner, it drops back down to still life-changing money. Absolutely. But it's not Have at that level so for someone. Have we gotten so conditioned that we just don't think $100 billion's that, but you have to buy in for it to grow, right? Right. Okay, so there has to so so people have to still buy tickets for money to be put in the pot. Nobody's ticket wins for pot to grow. If nobody stops, if people stop buying tickets, pot doesn't grow. People still don't win. Okay, I'm learn. We're learning, guys. Us, us non gamblers over here. Here I was thinking the same pot got back to a billion dollars like overnight, and I'm thinking. What do we what do we come to? This is insane. This is but it, okay. It makes sense now. We're on two different we're in two different tracks. We're going in two different sort of directions. I saw where one Mississippi match five player though did match all five numbers during I guess it was last night's drawing, and whomever you are, you won one hundred ninety one thousand uh, nine hundred ninety one dollars and seventy nine cents. How do we get there? Like let's just can we just not round up or down? The ticket was purchased from Shell Food Mark number twenty three on Highway eleven South in Meridian. If you have not claimed your prize. Call me and we'll go together. <laughs> I just need a smidge, <laughs> a smidge of that. That's one where you're probably not going to quit your job. That's like a you know one hundred and ninety thousand dollars. You might take a sabbatical. You could take a sabbatical. You may reduce your hours. You may chase a dream, but you're probably going to be able to pay off your house, pay off some potential credit card or like a car. But that's not retirement money. Unless you're retired, that's going to... I would still gonna, call that life-changing Oh, money. absolutely. It's life-changing, but not a $1.35 billion yeah, changing. Yeah, that's a like, different it's kind life of life-changing. It's setting you up better for the future if used correctly. Oh, yeah. But you're probably still going to have to come to work if you're young enough at some, it's, you know, at some point. $200,000 ain't going to last real long unless you live very frugally, which can be done. I mean, I'm not taking. I mean, I wouldn't turn it away. It's just crazy. I'd give it a shot. I'd give it a shot. <laughs> I, in fact, I'd rather win that than win the billion. To be honest, I'd rather be able to pay off my house and just take that pressure off, and still have to get up, go to work, have purpose, have things that needs me. You know, like bills to pay, all that. Then I just feel like with 1.3 billion, I mean, what do you? I know we've talked about it so much till it's tiring, but like, what do you do with like it's over? That kind of money is overwhelming, in my opinion. That's why you do the annuity instead of the lump sum. It's still what? I mean, it's oh, yeah, you're, you're more still than I'll ever a, make in an annual year. A Cadillac's year. worth of money every year. So, I mean, it's still overwhelming. I, I, need, I need to be need. I need to. I'm one who needs to need to work, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. The structure. Or it's like I going just back to school. Give it all away. Everybody going to line up outside of the radio station here. She's just giving away all of her, all of her money. Me, Mama, husband, be like, stop the bleeding. Stop the bleeding. But you have to be in it to win it. So if you want your opportunity, then get in on it. I guess it's the drawing is tonight. And you can always remember it goes to Mississippi Roads and Bridges Fund. So if you don't win, then 
then they're then they're then you made your donation to the roads and bridges of the magnolia state absolutely another thing talking millions not billions but they're expanding not giving it away is the mississippi aquarium they unveiled a four million dollar expansion on uh that's coming up on are they going to unveil a four million dollar expansion on august the 25th which i think is cool if you've ever been to the mississippi aquarium then you can get excited about this they are going to house 23 new habitats that are designed to mimic the environments of a kelp forest a tropical jungle warm water oceans they're going to have a two-toed sloth which i know a lot of families will be excited about they'll have a new space with uh, a three-banded armadillo that's kind of neat then come out to the country and see that attendees will also be able to get up close and personal with a giant pacific octopus with a tank that's kind of neat if you had your chance to like pet which pet may be an odd word for a marine animal but still touch pet like dolphin stingray shark turtle penguin that's not a marine animal uh octopus uh, penguin is a marine is animal. it okay yeah it's just a cold one yeah. yeah he's in the cold or like an octopus is octopus like really on first on your list probably not what are they i mean do i don't have, know that i would want to get all that close to a stingray but i would like to have a, a conversation with one about our our long-lost friend steve Irwin. i know it probably wouldn't be that same stingray but it's like hey man that wasn't cool Oh, yeah, I don't know. He didn't want to do it. He wasn't there for that. But the stingray, though, if you don't, the stinger is very distinct. Oh, yeah. I feel like, and it's at the back end of the petting situation. Are they quick? But it can get to the front end pretty quick. Okay, and it's like a scorpion? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know all that. It's a defense mechanism. I think a dolphin. Has it, has, has a dolphin ever ate someone's face off? Nothing I'm aware of. Unless there was an episode of Flipper they never showed on TV. <laughs> Flipper loses his mind. You got the little thing you put in the water and push the button to call Flipper, and all of a sudden, there he comes. <laughs> push that button one more time. <laughs> That's all the parents in about six weeks post school starts back. Just completely put your shoes on. Uh, in that way. I don't know. I think uh, I'd pet a stingray, I think. I'm trying to think there in the at the aquarium where you have the opportunity Definitely a dolphin. You have the dolphin experience. Penguin would be really cool, but I feel like they could be feisty. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The octopus scares me. I don't know what movie it is. It's like, I don't trust the tentacles. There's eight of them. You can't keep your eyes on all of them moving at the same time, at least with the stingray. It's very specific in the torture device in which you are watching. Eight of them things coming out after you would be a little unnerving. Have you ever seen where the coat hanger, they tell you, looks like a drunk octopus? You oh, can't yeah. unsee it once you see it. <laughs> like an octopus ready to fight. <laughs> like an octopus. <laughs> okay. Or a drunk octopus, whichever one. All right, stick with us. We got movies coming up next with Tanya. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
not a movie soundtrack. That's happy birthday to Tanya. I know we're a day late and a dollar short, but oh, you weren't here yesterday. So I knew you. yesterday was your birthday. So happy birthday. Thank you. I know I was sitting here trying to figure out what movie is this? <laughs> it actually is from a movie, though. Oh, what movie yeah. is it from? It's from uh, one of the Thors. The Thor with the Grandmaster on his ship. Uh, he pushes the button and all of a sudden it's his birthday. It's yeah. his birthday. Well, I, that's cool, but it yeah. is your birthday. So happy. You got to start a freshman and a freshman off to college all on your birthday, yeah. kind of. Yes, I have two freshmen. I hadn't even thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that so. there you go. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. And I hope there's some good movies we can get out and go see this weekend for your, to celebrate you. Yeah. Well, there's one big new release this weekend, and I have not seen it. Um, it's kind of not my jam. <laughs> so I figured because we had a little catching up to do since we oh, weren't yes. here last week. Uh, that I would go back. Go uh, back in time. That's but, fine. But uh, the big one this weekend is Meg 2. Oh, yeah, no. The Trench. Mm-mm. And, you know, I watched the trailer again today just because it had been a while. And, you know, it's it's a sequel to the first one, the Meg. Um, Jason Statham, this one, they're having to go to the depths of the ocean, like to the bottom of the ocean to, you know, get rid of this. It's not just one megalodon. Now they have an octopus, It's a bunch, too. yeah. <laughs> so my favorite, though, is the little couple that are in a paddle boat, and, you know, they see it coming, so they start pedaling really <laughs> fast. <laughs> and there's no hope, you know. <laughs> None. But it is PG-13, and I'm sure it's, it's because, because of the, the bloody gore, yeah. gore and all that good stuff. But... I did, uh, you know, last time we were together, we talked about Barbie. Mm -hmm. I did go back and see Oppenheimer. It was great. Uh, It is rated R just because um, there are some adult situations. And then I think just the overall theme of it. But it is like such a master class in acting and just how well a movie can be made. My only complaint about it is there is... um, a sex scene that to me was totally totally not necessary i don't really know why it was there <laughs> and it's very unusual for christopher nolan who wrote and directed this to throw something like that in there so i'm really not sure i know um the character or the real person robert oppenheimer um had a relationship with this woman um kind of on the side and she had ties to communism. And so when he's being investigated, um, they had to, you know, bring her in to maybe prove that he was on that page, too. So I understand the importance of showing that they had a, a relationship. But there's so many other ways they could have shown t- that. Hey, you're yeah. preaching to the choir. <laughs> I totally get that. So I really was. I mean, you know. I don't, and the other missed opportunity to me is you could show this movie to a high school group and they could learn so much history. But now, and I'm sure there'll be versions where they'll scrub it. Um, but anyway, Sex otherwise, ed and history yeah. all in one, <laughs> one sitting, one sitting. Um, but it is a three-hour movie, um, so just know that. But it's another one of those kind of like Mission Impossible. We were talking about how. It starts and it just gets you, and you really can't. I mean, it goes by very fast. Who won, Barbie or Oppenheimer? Um, Barbie won, but Sad. they they complemented each other. Um, as of last weekend, Barbie has brought in three hundred and fifty one million, and Oppenheimer one hundred and seventy four mil. Uh, yeah, million. Um, and they're both 
just climbing. I think they'll both be one and two again this weekend. Um, so they knocked Mission Impossible out? Yeah, it, Mission Impossible's still doing well. It's hanging in there in the top. It's num- It's been number four. Uh, it, it went from uh, three to four last week because Haunted Mansion came out. But it's still doing steady numbers. So just a lot going on at the box office. It does sound like a busy one. Yeah. So, um, and it's something for everybody, really, which is good. But yeah, so Oppenheimer, you know, is the story of the real person and the creation of the atom, atomic bomb. And, um, you know, you get to that point in the movie and the story, and then you get to see him dealing with what have I done? You know, what has this creation what you know what are the lasting effects of this and so that's um you know kind of it, it goes beyond just the actual you get to see them working on making the atom bomb but then it goes on beyond that and the other thing that i really enjoyed about this is just a fantastic cast and there's all kinds of little surprises of uh, Roles a little bit more than cameos, but a, just a stellar group of actors keep showing up, you know. And um, so that's always fun. Of course, you know, you've got Killian Murf- Murphy that plays uh, Robert Oppenheimer. Emily Blunt's his wife. Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. plays a fantastic role. Matt Damon, Florence Pugh, and uh, Rami Malek, who won an Oscar for... Um, playing Freddie Mercury a few years ago. So just an awesome cast, and it's just going to be a who's who this award season, I think. I think as of today, this is probably one of your biggest contenders. I've seen nothing but good things about it. Yeah. I had this, you're the first to bring up, you know, the smoochie thing. But yeah. the everything else I've said, everyone else has said that it was just a, um, a stellar movie for telling the story in which it's telling. Yeah. So definitely worth seeing if you're – um, interested in that part of our history um, and then haunted mansion no thank you uh, well you know i kind of thought that but i went to see it because it was really all that i hadn't seen um the only thing that would get me there is um what's her name um oh who was not jason was it My- michael myers what's her name uh, oh jamie lee curtis yes. yes and she does have a great part in this so i did not know somehow i missed it and i was trying to think back I was probably having very little children at the moment, like or had little children. But there was a, re- I mean, a haunted mansion twenty years ago with Eddie Murphy. Somehow, I just totally missed that. So I actually went back and watched it, so I can compare the two. Um, this one is by far the better one. It is PG PG thirteen because of scary elements. There are a few scary moments, but it wasn't as scary as I thought it might be. Um, but it's just, you know, the the ride at Disneyland, Disney World, uh, is taking some of the, the things that you see in that house and just making, building a story around it. In the Eddie Murphy version, it was a family in this mansion. And this one is a, a mother and a young son who moved to this mansion, quickly realize they're not alone, try to leave, but the ghosts follow them and won't let them. And so they kind of recruit this hodgepodge group of people who they think can help and they form a team and try to do what they do to de-haunt this mansion is there a comedy in it too though yes and that's what i really loved about this i was 
pleasantly surprised by the humor. I laughed a lot. Lots of dry wit. You've got Owen Wilson in it, who's the king of um, just just his delivery is so funny. Tiffany Haddish is in it. And, of course, we mentioned Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield plays kind of your main character, a great actor. And that's, I think, what sets this one apart for me is you've got these really good Oscar-nominated actors and winners. Uh, Lakeith was nominated a few years ago as a first supporting actor in Judas and the Black Messiah. And um, just, you know, incredible acting because they had to be able to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the and then also there were dramatic moments. But the the best part for me is I felt like they actually said what you're thinking, you know, like, oh, no, we're leaving, you know, instead of, oh, it's OK. I mean, they really uh, I thought the script was fantastic. Um, and then there's a young actor, of course, Rosario Dawson plays the mom and then Chase W. Dillon plays the son. I thought he was a standout in this movie, and um, he, I just thought he was fantastic. Uh, His character is nine years old, but, um, you know, just a cute little kid. So, anyway, it's a lot of fun, you know. So, if it's not, so it's not terrifying. No, not at all. There are a couple of, I mean, you do see, like, you know. Not like Knock at the Door or whatever that movie was. Oh, oh, no, nothing like that. Um, And really, Honestly, I have ridden the ride, Mm -hmm. I don't know, five or six times in my life. And it's one of those, I just do it because it's what it is. But it's not ever been one of my favorites. So I was not really looking forward to this movie. So I was very pleasantly surprised. I heard that the ride is one of the last uh, projects that Disney actually worked on before he passed. Oh, wow. So that was one of the last big uh, installments on the park that he had an actual... I guess creative investment yeah. in. Well, the cool thing is it's held up all these years, and I'll be interested to see if they're going to update it based on this new movie, like they did Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, now you see Jack Sparrow on that one, so which I appreciate the humor part to it. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna make me scream, at least make me laugh. And, yeah, you know, sort of part of it to it. All right. Well, happy birthday again. Thank you. All right, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. When they're knocking on the, you've seen the trailer for it, and they like knock on it, and then that not nice word lady, she's like, "Oh, this is Meg proof," and then she gets eaten. 
if she survived <laughs> it then that's you know that's like a joke or whatever but yeah i will not be watching i might would i would stream it there's no way on earth you could pay you couldn't pay me to go and sit and have to keep my eyes wide open and watch that movie like on a big big whatever screen i mean it, you wouldn't get to watch the movie it would be full of obscene comments and squeals from me i would just and i know it's not real i get that it's completely irrational and they're extinct and they're not in the ocean and things like that don't happen but for whatever reason it taps some innate fear on the side of all of us that keeps us out of the middle of the ocean with dangling our feet off something yeah so no i'm not gonna go see it i can't see it well the thing with meg is megalodons did exist but they've been extinct since about the same time as the dinosaurs like i understand people being afraid of jaws because jaws was a great white shark and great white sharks still swim in the oceans there are exactly zero megalodons still swimming around in the ocean tell that to lock lock it's munster how do you say it? Loch, Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> Nessie. How, do, how do you know Meg's not out there? How do it's you, an awfully big animal. It'd be kind of hard to hide. It's an awfully big ocean. It's awfully big. Was it, was it as big as the Titanic? We know how that ended. It's, she's still down there. <laughs> I feel like there's an inappropriate joke there somewhere that we're not going to make here on a family show. But, yeah, I mean, the, at least they didn't let it out. Or release the movie at the beginning of the summer. I feel like that would have been more torturous for all of the beach vacations than here sort of at the end of the summer. Where it's more of like, ah, I'll worry about that next year when I go back to the big ocean, ocean blue. Speaking of summer, we just got an update from Aaron and Meridian. Earlier, we were talking about how the the rain came and the temps dropped and Aaron Mm -hmm. was complaining because it was still 100 degrees in Meridian. Well, now he says we're getting hit by the storm in Meridian. Went from 100 with a heat index of 113 to 78 degrees. Aaron, sign me up. We're not that far from Meridian. Bring it on down. Number one, we need the rain. Number two, I'd just love to see a seven in front of my thermostat. That'd be amazing. Just push that rain. Don't take it all. Move it on this way. What wind does that right? Like, just stop stalling out. Come on. So if everybody to the south. east of us got a fan out and started pushing it. I think that would be, yes, just share, just share in the, just push it on sort of this way. We will, you know, rarely, well, we always last for rain. Rain's not the problem. Storms are things we don't like to hear or sort of talk about, but we're not always won't rain, but rain right now would be a good thing. But right now we're like, share in your unfortunate weather. Bring I was about to say, I'm pretty way. sure Alanis Morissette had a song about rain on a wedding day. And- That's supposed to be good luck. <laughs> There's a lot of other things in that song. <laughs> and none of which, I've, not a single thing she said is actually ironic by definition. You know, I never thought about that. Isn't it? No, but it's, isn't it ironic? I was trying to think um, other things that came to mind in the song, but of course I can't do it now when I'm, I can, I can see it, I can hear the song, but. Hey! A free ride when you're already late. That's not ironic. Well, unless it's to somewhere else. And then she put a hand in her pocket or something i don't know i had to pull that's a different song <laughs> one hand in my pocket and the other giving a peace sign Mm-hmm. whatever happened to her uh she did a little acting and then i think she did a little bit more singing and now i think she just enjoys all the money she made back then i don't blame her dan and hasberg says do you not think the Loch Ness monster is real rano no i don't 
do you believe that it's a man and the bear in China, or is that a bear? Uh, the more I look at it, the more it's starting to look like, yeah, that's a bear. It just what? has a weird physiology. No. Yeah. It's not a bear. That is not. It's not. Have you seen it try to like stand and walk? It, have you have you gotten in the, a bear the, costume? The picture of it standing up does look like a guy in a bear costume. It's the, the second it tries to take a step, it's like, yeah, that's not a creature that's used to walking on two legs. Maybe he's drunk. <laughs> I mean, if you had to be in a in a hot bear costume in the zoo, you'd, you'd probably want something to take the edge off. I'm just waiting for the photo of it sitting in the corner smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there he is. We figured it out. It's totally, it is strange, though. And it waves. Well, I mean, that's the, the problem is you wouldn't put it past the authorities in China to pull something like that. But the, the more I see of it, the more I really do think that's just a funny-looking bear. Regardless, I heard that it's like up 33% visitation to that zoo. So whether it's real or not, they're all coming out in droves to, to check it out. I still say it's a person. It's not an Asian. It's definitely probably American. Got paid to do it, but still. <laughs> it's a little taller. <laughs> Stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got the boys with Sports Talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.